This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today will be a little bit different from the usual episode. I won't be talking about any movies this time, but instead about books. In fact, this episode is a conversation with author and frequent guest and friend of the show, Kat Velour. She has a number of books already out or coming soon, and we will be talking about all of those and more today in anticipation of her new book that debuts the same day as this episode airs, and that book is The Desert Island Game. Welcome back to the show, Kat. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. We had you on talking about movies, both creepy and geeky. And now uh, yeah. we get to have a whole episode devoted to you. <laughs> so this will be a <laughs> lot of fun. I hope it's called like creepy and geeky and nerdy for, <laughs> for books. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, no, um, I've, I've, you know, I'm a big fan of your work uh, and, uh, you know, I've been trying to, you know, jump on everything um, that you put out. I haven't, I haven't done so many of the, um, gotten into so many of the anthologies that your work has been in, um, like the separate anthologies. Like I have the one that I have the ones that um, Angel has put out, Angel Krause. Oh, okay. Um, Like the two bathroom ones and. Um, ones. And Livestock? And the, Did you the, get Livestock? Her, yep. Yep, I have livestock. Um, I, that's the only one I've read of her so far is the livestock one. I haven't read the uh, other two uh, quite yet. I'm very slow at reading, so this is going to be <laughs> an interesting uh, podcast. But I have read at least three of the books that we're going to be talking about today. So, oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's good. Yeah, no, and that's what I um, like about your writing. Just to jump in real quick, um, I'll go ahead and just real quick is that I like that your writing so far has been very quick and easy to read. Like it's not, I like that you do novellas or short stories um, that I have had to like get too much in the weeds of like a big novel. <laughs> so It's so funny that you say that uh, because today uh -huh. is uh, today release day, not today recording day yes. uh, peek behind the curtain. We're recording a little bit in advance here. Uh but January 15th today is, um, I, I actually have another anthology coming out. Um, I was asked when was good in my scheduling, and I was like, whenever in January, because I <laughs> didn't know that Desert Island Game was going to be coming out on the 15th. It was supposed to be coming out in, like, March. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be coming end of the first quarter, but I we bumped it up because the editing for it went very, very smoothly. And then I ended oh, up nice. with two releases today. Uh, but the other oh. one that's coming out today is an anthology from Ruth Anna Evans, um, who yes. I believe also had a story in livestock. Uh, and she, it's a girl's coming of age horror this is Dark anthology. Blooms, right? Dark Blooms, yeah. Yes, I've already pre-ordered that as well. <laughs> and it is, uh, I'm, I, I half of that book is me. I my story is so long. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, it was like my second or third time ever being invited to an anthology, and I was like, I'm working on this weird thing 
but it's it's long and she's like i would love to have like two or three long stories in there and i was like yeah sure like what what how how long can i go with this like what what's the cutoff <laughs> hypothetically and she's like well i i think we're going to have like two that are like 15,000 words and i was like done uh but then i was the only one that did one that was that <laughs> so dark blooms is coming out and there's just like this big chonky story in there and i was like oh i could have sent anything else to this <laughs> um well but I'm, I'm looking forward that to that too before i ruin this reputation i i currently have one for being succinct for telling like <laughs> short little quick stories yes <laughs> yeah no and i and i think your stories are interesting too because you know at least two of them end on um weird like kind of non-endings and that's what i'm gonna say with like desert island game and and revenge arc yeah. um they leave you wanting more um you know that, that you you build a good world um in these that i i find fascinating and yeah and and just for everybody's um you know edification i didn't just buy the book and then read it real quick on release day no i, I was able to get an early copy uh, of desert island game uh so which was very nice of cat to do and, uh, I appreciate I, it. I, I always yeah. get excited when you're willing to be one of my art creators. I yeah. was very pleased that you were still willing to be an art creator after uh, Puppet Shark. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I pulled the uh, the carpet out from everyone on that one because I was like, I, I, I just sent out a thing on Twitter uh, where it was like, who wants to art read for this thing that I'm working on? And everyone knows me as a horror writer. And I got yeah. like a lot of people that were like, I would read anything for you. And then I sent out Puppet Shark and it's like, oh boy. <laughs> you know, How and the funny thing push is the term anything. <laughs> the You know what though? That was actually a good read. And it was actually to me is better than the movie, honestly. And oh. I, I, and the, and the funny thing is, is I've actually had one of the co-writers of the movie on the show also. So, yeah, I had Janet Hetherington on the show before. She's one of the co-writers of the movie Puppet Shark. And the movie's not bad. The, like, let me just say that. It's it's very much what it is. It's kind of a kid's movie more than anything else. It's very tame, very silly. Um, you know, it, it's got kid actors in it. Um, and so... Yeah. But you managed to, and I even said this in my blurb for the book, that you managed to, you know, flesh it out um and create a bigger world in a way <laughs> that made it more interesting and more fun than the movie ended up being. And I think it, you know, it in if I had if I had watched the movie before I read the book, I might not have been as interested in reading <laughs> the book. <laughs> Cause I would have been like, well, what more am I gonna get out of this? But that was that was what was fun about the book was I read the book first, then I watched the movie and the book is just a lot of fun. So anybody who hasn't read Puppet Shark, it's very silly and very weird, <laughs> but definitely read it because it's fun. You know, it, and I that's that's that. what that's was most what, important to me, that it was that's fun. what I was going yeah. for is be, and I felt like I had to flesh it out a little bit just because I, and for usually with novelizations, uh, because they're novels, there's like a strict it has to be over 50,000 words. Uh, and Ron, who I worked with to secure the rights to Puppet Shark so that I don't get sued, uh, Mr. Ron Bonk over at SRS Cinema had, it, he was very laid back about this. Uh, and he was like, however long it ends up being, you know. So I was like, okay, so I'm not going to have to add a lot. But then 
I think for novelizations, it's kind of the writer's job to like smooth things over. And I, and like rewatching Puppet Shark every night that I was working (laughs) on that book, I, the dialogue is just so endearing that I had a really tough time cutting anything (laughs) because, and it's like you said, there were kid actors and like a lot of the lines were obviously improvised. Like this was a family group (laughs) effort and and stepping in as an outsider. It was like, I would much rather add stuff in with the dialogue to kind of make it my own that way or not in the dialogue, add stuff in, in the narration to make it my own that way, rather than like cutting stuff or changing stuff or I, cause I think the fact that it is so rough around the edges makes it, special you know yeah so. no and i and and that's what i think you did well at because you you didn't really take anything out you just kind of added that narration which yeah. gave you more i guess um context for everything and made it i don't know flow better in my mind <laughs> that you know it, it just was it worked it worked really well for me what was the reaction from uh the filmmakers um did you, um, did you have you found out I have not found out yet. We're we're friends on Facebook now. So I, you know, I haven't been canceled by the filmmakers. (laughs) They're not horrendously mad at me. Um so there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. You know, that's that's important, you know, and to know that at least they appreciate it somewhat, even if they haven't like, you know, said anything necessarily about it. Bad about it anyway. So that's good. (laughs) But yeah, let's talk about Let's talk about the Desert Island game real quick. It's your new book just came out today along with Dark Blooms, Mm -hmm. uh, which we can also talk about a little bit more. Um, But uh, but the Desert Island game, it's uh, tell me tell me what it's tell the audience what it's about. Uh, The Desert Island game is about a woman who wakes up uh, the morning after the world has ended and she is still alive which she did not expect to be. And she is trapped on like a tropical island paradise with her lover uh and they've only just recently gotten together and it's about their relationship stuck on this island with no outside influence whatsoever so yeah it's very it's very interesting because you give just enough information to (laughs) be frustrating (laughs) so (laughs) as a reader i'm frustrated the entire time because i'm like yeah, but what happened to the world? Why <laughs> did it happen like this? Like what, you know, you want all the backstory of it all. Like yeah. I want to get into that, like, like that nitty gritty background of it all. And you don't do that. So you just, <laughs> you're very focused on the relationship between the two women and, um, and how that um, unravels um, to, to put it mildly. Cause I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read yeah. the book yet. So, it's- but yeah. It's, it's another uh, thing, one. It's like things... revenge arc. It's hard to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and not just because you don't want to spoil anything, but it's just hard to talk about because it's a it's it's one of those books that's like both this and revenge arc. There's so much going on, but there's so little going on also. Yeah. Like you're you're very good at like telling a story without giving too much away so that the audience really kind of wants more at the end. You're just like you get to the end and you're like wait, but that's it. I want more. I need more (laughs) sequel, you know? So, (laughs) so my trick for this, uh, for writing like the concise little, you want more at the end novellas, I'm actually a chronic overwriter. Like my (laughs) rough drafts are so long. Um, 
And then it's like, but then because I like reading novellas like this, where you kind right. of get to the end and you're like, what? Uh, so I can pair back <laughs> from the like big, long, you know, 50 right. to 70,000 word version. It's like, okay, what can I chop out of this? Like, how so there much is... does someone else need to know about this? Um, and the answer <laughs> is usually not that much. <laughs> So you wrote the, the book you wrote is actually longer, has more detail and, and stuff like that, but you've just yeah. cut it all out so that it just, you know, is a quicker, faster paced book. Yes, uh, this not and not always. Mm. Sometimes I write a novella and it's novella length, but uh, right. Desert Island Game was like a big book and it just I feel like, like one you kind of need the time. background and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I. How much of this, because there was a lot of stuff that happened, like, it it was a very personal story. It got into a lot of their dynamic before they got there, and oh, okay. th there was a lot more stuff about, like, how the world ended and stuff, and it's like, I don't think we need it. <laughs> I think it's okay to just, let's take the stuff from the island. And then that version was actually shorter, because it was like, I just cut and paste the the island stuff and then i kind of like found a balance too where it's like okay how much can we reference stuff that happened <laughs> off the island and and this is kind of where we landed <laughs> that's funny yeah no it's it it, it works uh, i'll say that um it, it it very much works really well um I, I you know i i enjoyed it um i'm pretty sure i gave it a very good review on goodreads um, <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah it, yeah um but yeah it's it's definitely yeah i gave it five stars so um uh but yeah it's very it's filled with a lot of tension um and there's a lot of confusion going on which is which is good though it, it definitely puts the reader off kilter uh the whole time because you're just like what is actually going on is this real <laughs> is it not real you know so it's it's you know is there something supernatural happening but you don't ever explain that so and i can see where some readers would be very frustrated oh, um yeah. <laughs> with 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 especially this and revenge arc readers could be very frustrated <laughs> in what you're doing with this stuff and i would say to a degree i probably would be too but i think that i enjoy the not the not knowing because of course i want to know um, but more just like I've enjoyed the story. So uh, at this point that I'm just like, okay, fine. Don't <laughs> tell me anything, you know, but that's kind of life in general too. You yeah. kind of fall into a story and you never hear the end of it. And you're just like, okay, well, I guess that's all I get to hear about. So <laughs> it's interesting. So, but yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Anybody who's interested in, uh, you know, a nice tight little horror story, definitely go check it out. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a fun my... island read. Take it on yeah, vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make it one of your five books you take with you to the yeah. island. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it's it's definitely a, a fun read. Um, and that was part of part of the impetus for doing this episode was because I'd had you know three reads in a row by you, Revenge Arc, Puppet Shark, and and this one that I enjoyed, and I was just like, you know what, you're a guest of the show. Let's get you on. Let's talk about your books and. and <laughs> and what the future is bringing so i appreciate um, it i was afraid to schedule anything this time around <laughs> because the like i i went on sort of a podcast tour for revenge arc and i did a bad job 
Oh, really? Uh, and then I was kind of a afraid to schedule anything. And um, so it, I really appreciated <laughs> having an offer. Um, I yeah, yeah, the thing was, is I like my editors kind of pushed me. They're like, it's going to be really hard for a summer release to get podcasts like in the summer uh, unless you schedule in advance. <laughs> so I did that. And then all of the ones that were like pre-recorded that I had done in the spring were like ready to go and kind of out in the spring. And then all of the ones that were in the summer had canceled <laughs> on me. Oh, no. I was like, because I had scheduled them too far in advance and it's like, Oh right. no. <laughs> but then like uh, January has just kind of crept up on me though. <laughs> yeah. Like no, here. I think. <laughs> well, and it's like, you know, this is what two weeks after the holidays, <laughs> after the end of the year. And so, yeah. you know, and the end of the year is so busy that it's just like once you get into January, you just kind of want to relax and, yeah. um, you know, just not do anything. So, yeah, it, it, I can see where this would be like, oh crap, my book's about to come out. Um, <laughs> and not only that, but you got two coming out, you know, yeah, or, you know, a book and a, and a story and an anthology. Um, but yeah, um, I want to talk this about dark show blooms. I could go on anyway. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I love being on here. <laughs> Yay. I love having you here. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about dark blooms. That's Ruth Anna Evans, uh, new, um, anthology that's uh, out yeah. today as well. Um, I pre-ordered it. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to check it out. Um, it sounds, uh, very fascinating. Um, and it's, um, why don't you tell me, tell us again what the anthology is about itself and give us a hint as to what your story is about. It is. Uh, so the anthology itself is a girls coming of age horror anthology. And um, there, <laughs> there is a specific, uh, like when Ruth Anna opened calls for it, she was like, I don't want to read a bunch of stories about menstruation. Like that's the one thing I don't <laughs> want from this. Yeah. Uh, and, and no one do that if if you have if you send me a period story it had better be the best one ever and i was like ruthanna that's me i'm gonna do that <laughs> oh no uh and i yeah it's <laughs> long it, this was another <laughs> one i i think my rough draft was actually closer to like twenty thousand words it, it arguably should have been a novella uh right. the rough draft was kind of crazy it was very um a clockwork orange-esque in that I oh. had invented a language for it. <laughs> I, I, it was done entirely in fictional um, cat German slang. And then we had to, I had to roll it back some uh, to get it down <laughs> short enough right. that it could go in the anthology. Um, which Ruthanna Evans, to her credit, she said that I could, go crazy and have fun and she did not ask me to take out all of the german slang but i do think she appreciated <laughs> when i sent her a version that was uh where that was cut back <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny all right well yeah i'm excited to check that out um <laughs> it sounded like an interesting concept and of course i i i'm i'm sure i saw your name being on the book so i was like okay she's got a story in there i'll, I'll check that out too but um I've been I've been getting a few of Ruthanna's uh, um, uh, books and stuff as they popped up as she's had them for sale um, on uh, like the stuff that she's been putting out. So I've been like, yeah. I haven't read any of them yet, but they all sound really cool. So I'm like, OK, I got to I got to grab all these. I'm trying to read more. I'm not being very successful at it lately. <laughs> 
but um but i am trying to read more it's um, been a busy season and she's fantastic like i i love her yeah. work she really is so i i'll overwrite and then i can kind of cut back to the point where i have faster paced stuff that's just how she writes like she's just a very fluid like you're in nice. and out and you leave like devastated and scared <laughs> she's very that's very cool talented. <laughs> good good yeah no i'm definitely excited to read more of her stuff um i'm i'm sure i read her in um uh livestock uh yeah uh, but uh i i can't remember anybody's story not even yours at the moment but uh <laughs> i'm sure it was good <laughs> but uh yeah um well that being said let's go back um we've, we've kind of talked about it a little bit but let's go back to revenge arc which was your first yeah. which was kind of your first big book right it was yeah that was that was my yeah. debut okay yeah um and uh i did get sent a um a uh a, an arc of that uh because i'd request that um but that was before the comic book pages were put into it and oh. but <laughs> i still didn't read it until after it came out um once it came out i had ordered the digital uh version of it i just do better on digital um yeah. and so i ordered the digital and as soon as it released i, I gobbled that up i think i read it in like <laughs> two days i think at most um and that that's that's a fascinating story because again, as I said earlier, it's frustrating because it's got a got a um an ambiguous ending um and leaves you wanting more and leaves you with so many questions that um that those of us who've read it have theorized what's happening. Um yes. and you told me <laughs> that you've had multiple people like said you, okay, is it this thing that's happening? <laughs> um and none of us are quite right. <laughs> so Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I people are getting I, I feel like we're kind of like circling the uh the, you know we're orbiting what happened but right I, I have yet to see anyone like a hundred percent nailed <laughs> what's going on in that one uh, I was hoping I got close but you you weren't very committed to telling me whether or not <laughs> I was which is fine I get it but um but yeah no it's a it's a it's an interesting story why don't you tell us what it's about real quick uh, Revenge Arc is about a comic book writer, uh, Riley Langdon, who is, uh, <laughs> uh, she goes on an internet hiatus because there is a, there's a murder that happens that shares a bunch of similarities with some of the, um, kills from her comic that she has written. And the entire story takes place um, online. It is modern epistolary uh, found file. So it's all true to source formatting in like the Twitter messages and the discord calls. And um, right. yeah. Yeah, no, it's and really it cool. I like that <laughs> epistolary uh, fashion of that, of using like chats and Twitter and discord and everything. It makes it, um, it makes it fun in that way because it takes that format that you know lots of people are familiar with, like say Dracula or Carrie, yeah. where these the they're told in news stories and and everything, but it's made for the modern era, which is very cool. And and it translates um, very well, but you had to do you had does. to do like a lot of formatting for that to <laughs> to work because you know letters and, and news stories are a lot easier to do in books than it is to do, you know. Uh, web pages and stuff so 
And I know I talk about this all the time, uh, but the archive of the odd team, uh, they're my publishers and they did a fantastic job with all of that formatting and stuff. I also, I'm, I've now moved into freelance formatting and I can't do anything that <laughs> amazing yet. Uh, I'm still in like the early stages of, of learning how to do stuff, but they did like the team over there. They did fantastic. It's all, it, it does look like it was posted on the websites and stuff and it, it has a very unified feel um i actually i'm a big fan of reading epistolary stuff like this in contemporary times but i don't know anyone other than archive who is formatting quite this way so i i was very blessed to get the opportunity to work with them yeah no it came out really good i i, I like it a lot it's um well it was the I think it was the first thing I read of yours. I'd read the livestock story before, but I think this was the one that made me go, oh, this is really good. This is really. And I'd already had you on and we'd already be, kind of become friends at that point. So we um, so it was just it was fun to kind of read your story and, and go, what the fuck is going on with this thing? So <laughs> that's the reaction I, I want people to have when they read my stuff. Yeah, no, it's a, it's really good. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely going to leave you with more questions than answers. Um, and uh, and I've I've already told you I need a sequel. Um, so <laughs> even if it's I, just listen, as confusing as the last one, I, I still need more information. Confirm that there's a sequel coming. Um, but there's a sequel written. <laughs> ah, there you go. I'm slowly pressuring archive to release Heart Eater. Uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, hopefully, hopefully it did well for the. Hopefully, the first book did well for them enough to uh, consider it. I, I hope so. I, I know they it's got a lot. They're branching of... out into like official chat books now, which was, okay. um, which is great. So <laughs> I, I think it bodes well uh, for my Good. chances of getting a sequel. Revenge Arc was one of those like weird lightning strike moments where they were accepting submissions. Uh, and I had this weird thing and I was like, hey, do you want to take a look at this? And they're like, yeah, we don't really publish stuff that long, but let us take a look at it. And then they were like, well, <laughs> we could maybe figure this out. And it's like, Yes. Yay. Yeah, no, that's but now awesome. there's a precedent for for longer publishing over there. So <laughs> fingers crossed. See, there you go. See, you you I think you know, you you automatically have an end now. You you set the precedent, <laughs> you get to keep going with it. <laughs> I get to keep going. <laughs> exactly. I have to frustrate people more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. All right. Um I well, also uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, just in between those, uh, I do have one other like little novella. I don't, I, I didn't advertise it well, okay. uh, <laughs> be, uh, because it came out when I was uh not feeling real well, and also I, I did, I'm not the best at marketing stuff. Like I'm the trying to same. learn about self publishing but like i'm learning at, at like my interest is in the technical aspects so like once i figure out how to do something and it gets done it's hard for me to be like oh hey buy the thing <laughs> like, yeah um but i do have a book uh, and this was really a fun project that we put together um where we did where like five authors got together and to kill five characters and each one of hmm. us killed one character per book um it's called all of these people are going to die 
I wrote okay. the fourth installation of this. Um, it's called Heck House. And I think I have it, but I'm not. Um, I must not have that one yet. It's a. Uh, I I kind of think of it as like a precursor to the Desert Island game. Okay. I I wrote Desert Island game first. Um, officially, like that was the order that it it came in. But right. While I was still kind of editing down Desert Island game, uh, I wrote Heck House, which it it plays very much with similar dynamics, where it's like very isolated. Uh, and there are not a lot of characters, and <laughs> you get to the end, and you're like, "What?" Um, <laughs> so I wanted to shout that. Out. I wanted to shout that project out yeah. also, because um, everyone that worked on it, I think I'm probably the smallest name that actually had an installation in there. Um, worked with Dee McCluskey and and Ruth Anna did the uh, covers for them, and that was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I have to check that one out. Um, I had not. Uh... I, I'd seen you posting about it. I just I missed it in in I think I think part of it was also that I was like, well, it's a part four of yeah. five thing. I don't know if I really want to read all the other parts. Um, so is it possible it to read it without reading all the other parts? Yeah, they are um completely standalone. So okay, cool. Yeah, I will definitely check that out then. All right. Um, you also had um towards the end of the year, you also had your um uh short story collection, uh Kill yes. Your Darlings come out. Um I did. which uh I read uh, a little bit of on that was it was a bunch of stories that you couldn't get published <laughs> anywhere else in any yes. other anthology in, in any other anthologies. And it was I guess a bunch of stuff you wrote before you found your voice in a way. Yeah. You said as well. There's a lot of transition. Tell us more about that. Yeah, stuff in there. Um, and and I think that's kind of the thing is because there's, I, every writer kind of has like stages in their career, and, and right. these are there are 15 stories in there, and they're I I really liked them when I wrote them. Uh, I really <laughs> like them now, and they're still part of my brain. That's like I it's crazy to me that this these didn't get picked up. Um, right. But uh, because there are a lot of stories that I, I write and I send out and I get the rejection and it's like, that makes sense. Uh, and I just kind of recycle the idea, you know, they're right. not they're not all winners. But but I did have like this uh, collection of stories that I was just really attached to where I, in between because I a lot of my early work, uh, the stuff that I had published first. Not that I want to say it's great because I, I published some questionable stories also when I started <laughs> Uh, cause I was, you know, like fresh out of high school and I, I had like a lot of, I'm a sad, sad zombie <laughs> stories, you know, and nobody <laughs> needs to read those. Uh, but I, you know, I, I did a lot of, I played a lot in like, you know, here's my take on a zombie, but it's sad. And here's like my take on a ghost, but it's also sad, you know? And <laughs> it was like, that was kind of how I learned to write. And then there was a, and I saw like some success a, a little bit, like the, inklings of success and then I went on to freelancing and you know I I kind of quit trying to publish for a while and I, but like when I came back to it I knew that I didn't want to go back to just writing like very traditional stuff um right. and I ended up with all of these stories that were just I I think they're more reflective of kind of where I was headed but they're not necessarily like where I landed. Like the voice isn't quite right. mine. Um, 
a lot of them are longer and slower and they're still very descriptive and narrative because that was kind of what my style had been but then there's like the psychological is it happening element there's like there there are little bits of the out of the box you know what if i wrote a story that was like told in email then <laughs> <And>, you know <laughs> This one is a ramen recipe and like there's just there's some weird stuff in there, uh, but it wasn't like I was not ready to commit fully to doing weird stuff yet. And th these were the ones like from that era that just like never did get picked up. But I, I was still querying them at the beginning of last year, and it, it felt kind of weird because it's like I, I would send them out and then it's like I feel like I would have had a better chance if I had like written something new for it, which I, I think is kind of new how how I knew that I had evolved past that stage of, you know. <laughs> right. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, I I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, I'm I'm. I will eventually you and angel both put out like your short story collections like right next to each other and i was like oh yeah. God, this is so much i gotta read now <laughs> um and so <laughs> so plus all the other stuff that i'd already bought that i'm just like sitting on um but yeah no it's it's it, it sounded interesting yeah because i you know i figured um you know and it sounds it sounds more interesting now that you say that like you know that they were during a transitionary period towards your voice um and not necessarily the early works uh that were more yeah. sad things because <laughs> that might not be as fun um and you, but, you can you kind know. of tell like i hadn't quite shaken off i i don't think the sad thing but i, I and <laughs> right. again from being an overwriter like i there's just this part of me that wants to describe stuff constantly yeah. and it, you can you can see it in there and it's like you know i i did have the choice to kind of go back in and i i cleaned them up a little bit but i Try not to take out like all of that quality because that is kind of where <laughs> I was at when the collection right. came together, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool. No, I like that because it's, you know, it's um it it it's it's fun to see like a writer who, you know, the growth uh in a way. Um and, and I get it totally with the description thing too because that's something that um you know as, as a person who read a lot of Stephen King when he was younger um Stephen King has a lot okay. of description <laughs> he's ridiculous with the description he's literally thrown me off of books because like I was reading the stand I was trying to read the stand <laughs> and I got only so far into that before the extreme amounts of description threw me off i put the book away and had to like it ended up picking it up <laughs> six months later and plowing through the rest of it but yeah it was just like it was so much description i was just like okay okay stop that's too much so <laughs> i do like and that's where i'm kind of at now with my reading is i'm more into the short story and and, and novella aspect um more than anything else because um, I can it, it's quicker it's easier to just sit re real fast and just be done with it just yeah. enjoy a quick story and not have to be super invested in anything sure I might get to the end of something like Revenge Arc or the Desert Island game <laughs> and want more from it but I still leave satisfied enough that I had a good time with that story so uh, that's that's what that's where I'm at in my life now. And I, and I'm digging that, that there's so many people like you and like a, uh, a few others who are just kind of doing that now. That's where yeah. you, you guys have found your niche and you guys aren't trying to do the big great American novel and everything. No. You're just like, 
I'm just going to put out these fun stories. That's all I need to do. Um, and sure, you're, I, I get it. You're, you know, as much as you may want to be a big writer at some point and be that person who sells something like that. Um, I think from what it seems like from the outside perspective, that most of you are just content being, okay, I, I'm still going to do my day job. I'm still going to do this, but I'm going to write my fun stories, make a little coin off of that. Um, you know, literally a little, um, but I think you guys have more control over that too, because you guys aren't beholden to the big presses. Um, yeah. You guys can do more fun, weird shit that you can't do with them. And I like that a lot more. Um, just from I the like reader perspective so much more um it's harder for me it's a lot harder for me to do stories like this because i grew up also reading a lot of stephen king i i <laughs> right. learned how to write reading stephen king and i i think there are a lot of us who did yeah. grow up with king as writers that do have that very descriptive it's okay if it's a thousand pages because that's how <laughs> long it takes to get to know the characters kind of mindset um right. so that was like it was really hard for me to break out of um i think it's why like i had more not that i not that i queried for terribly long for my first novel um before i switched to short stories but i did write a novel that i briefly queried and i had more luck with short stories and i think that's because um we're in an era of writing where like a no-name writer just can't get away with that much description yeah. and, and i think writing short stories was a little bit more lenient of it but it also like it got me focused on just kind of focusing on the idea and letting it be a complete thing um learning how to cut back from like my novel length drafts to the short little novellas <laughs> right. has not been an easy experience but i think it's i think it's been beneficial uh because i'm at a stage in reading right now also where i'm just adoring these like weird little you know they take you like a few hours to sit down yeah. and, read, and you like spend the rest of your evening going what did i just read? Right. <laughs> like what the fuck was that <laughs> Um, yeah. And some of my favorite books uh, from like the last few years, I, I know it's the one that everyone talks about, but things have gotten worse since we last spoke, uh, made me like want to write shorter stuff. <laughs> right. I don't and, know like, if I know that one. Who's that one by? Uh, that's by Eric LaRocca. Um, okay. It gets, it, it's actually, so it wasn't the first one that I read that, that kind of got me on that bandwagon. I think that was true crime by Samantha Kolsnick, but I was like, I was working on revenge arc already. I, I was like gearing up to do it. It was outlined and I'm like trying to psych myself up for this. Cause I didn't know at the time if anyone would take it. And uh, right. I, I read things have gotten worse and <laughs> I almost quit. I almost was like, I don't need to write a thing because at the time it was like, I, it's a, um, it's not true to source formatting, but it is written all in like Craigslist ads and chat logs. And I oh, was okay. like, I don't know if I, can, I don't know if I can top this. Cause it's just like, it went viral and it, it you know, everyone really liked it when it came out and oh, wow. I, I was reading it and it's like, this is unsettling. And like, I don't, I don't know if I should be doing this. Um, Cause what if it gets compared to Eric LaRocca? And it was like, it was very intimidating. Um, But I, I, just that concept of being because it's like a hundred pages right like it's not a long book and i just right. i i have been really taken with those um short little like transmuted by eve harms is another one where it's just like you sit down and you read it and then you're just kind of lost for the rest of the day because you're like oh boy <laughs> that's funny 
traumatizing. Yeah, stuff. no, but I'm yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I try ahead, to sorry. write that because that is like what I'm reading the most right. now. Um, and that kind of scares me because lately I've been reading less short books and I've been reading more like more of the 800 page epic <laughs> fantasy. And it's like, I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to buy one of uh, Ruth Anna's covers on those. <laughs> I know. They go so fast. The fantasy ones go so fast. I don't know. Do they? That's gonna so have to funny. Commission her. I, so I woke up um, and was like, I'm going to buy this dragon one. And it was gone. And I was like, okay, never mind. That's Saved so for funny. another day. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, and that, that actually leads uh, well into our, uh, the next uh, portion of this conversation is uh, you buy a lot of covers. Um, I do buy a lot of covers. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of cool people out there besides Ruth Anna. Um, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Barnes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of everybody, but um, there's a lot of people out there. Angels making her own covers. Um, and I'm going to get to that one in a little bit too, because uh, I bought one of her covers. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that was another well, one. I woke uh, up and was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> let's, let's make a quick aside. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not a writer. Um, I, I, I had dreams of being a writer when I was younger. Um, I don't have the focus. I blame my undiagnosed ADHD. Um, and uh, I just don't, I get distracted way too easily. So I can't sit and focus on a story um, without, um, without that distraction. Um, and so, so I understand that, but, um, but I love the covers people have been putting out and, uh, Angel was putting some out and Angel puts out very affordable, uh, covers are like $10 each. Um, and so I love that about that. And so I was just like, I saw one, she put one out, um, that I really was like, oh my God, this is actually kind of weirdly, like it suddenly struck an idea in my head, um, that I would love to, sit and write one of these days i'm trying um i i i i'm working it out in my head is what i like to say um yeah. but uh eventually I will, I'll, I'll sit down and try to write it out and if nothing else maybe i can you know work with somebody else to kind of bounce i think that's what i need more than anything is i need to have somebody that i can talk the story out with and yeah. then like kind of just work it all out. And then that way I I can actually start writing it. Cause then I'm like, okay, does this idea work? Does this idea work? You know? And then that way. um, And I know people do that. I know, you know, um, some people will have people that they bounce ideas off of. I don't have anybody yet that um, to, to kind of do that with. Um, uh, I've, I've got my friend Donna, who's been on the show as well. Um, you know, we've talked about doing that. She's got a story that she wants to do too. Um, we just haven't sat down and actually had that um, time to do that. But yeah, no, I, I, so I thought of an idea immediately based on the cover of that book. Um, and I was just like, Oh my God. Okay. I need to buy this. And luckily you hadn't bought it yet. And, uh, <laughs> and she had it. It was like, it was only a couple of days that she had it up. And I was just like, I got to grab that. I got to grab that quick. Um, so then I you know, paid her the money. She did it. And then I, I talked to you and to her, you two people first, and I want to do it. It's going to be a book of short stories. Um, I have an idea for at least one, maybe two, one that fits the theme, one that it maybe won't fit the theme, but um, I won't have any place else to put it. Um, <laughs> but so I'm just going to shove it in there. 
Um, but uh, I talked to both you and Angel, and uh, you guys said that you guys would be willing to uh, uh, contribute stories to it. Um, it's just going to be, unfortunately, it's not going to be a paid anthology because uh, I have no money. Um, <laughs> so, but if it makes money, I'll give you guys money for sure. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my idea for it. I'm going to start reaching out to other people about it too because I think it'll be a, a very fun anthology. Um, that, I'm, uh, I'm and, all in on the theme for this one. Like, it's yes. just. It's exciting. Yeah, I know. I can't wait to see what you come up with because uh, <laughs> uh, you and Angel like that. That, that those will be a fun stories for sure. I'm I'm still. I started her her last book uh, that she put out, Mrs. Claus. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I barely started it. I need to read more of it. So uh, uh, there's yeah. a character in Mrs. Claus based off. I of know. Me. I know. I you, so Angel, much. and Tasha all have characters, and I'm like, where's my character? <laughs> why am i not in this book <laughs> you know and the funny thing is like at first it was like oh well she it's just a name you know not really based off of you there's there's a line in there where it's like oh this is me <laughs> you've had to tell me this like and it's, yeah. it's not a quote that uh my character has but it is it is a quote that um angel's character has had to tell me in person. <laughs> it's like oh that's funny getting called out here in mrs claus no but it's a right. it's a fun read um i know yeah, angel's no, gonna I've... do something really interesting for it for the yeah. call yeah no i'm i'm excited i'm excited to put something out that'll be like with my name on it and everything and you know it's obviously gonna just be self-published i'm just gonna throw it up on um kindle uh on amazon and everything make it you know do it that way um I got to figure out all that mess as well. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I just want to do something that's fun. That'll use that idea um, and just put something out there in the world uh, that's got yeah. my name on it. Cause that'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, but that goes into uh, your uh, buying of covers as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. You, you buy a lot of covers, um, which uh, <laughs> you, you did put, <laughs> you, you, you recently put out um, you, last year, um, who who was it that you were buying the covers with? Was it from Matt Barnes? Uh, no, it was from A. A. Medina. Oh, A. A. Medina, right? Um, so he was putting a bunch of them on sale, right? Yes, uh, a bunch. Uh, of he them. had sort of a clearance, like I yes. I need the hard drive space. I'm deleting <laughs> right. all of these. Uh, and my cover hoarding, like whatever dragon chemical in my brain that do that needs to hoard covers was like, no, um, <laughs> you're not deleting these. Uh, and I made it a big thing. You did. Uh, I remember. Uh, I didn't get to. I didn't get to participate uh, <laughs> in, in the sponsoring. But yeah, you did a whole That's sponsorship okay. thing. Why don't you explain uh, explain to everybody what that what what all that entails? Uh, yeah, I it. It ended up being a bigger thing than I anticipated it being um, because I I very often have ideas where it's like, I'm going to make a big fuss about this. And then it's just me shouting into the void and I get it all <laughs> out of my system and it's fine. Uh, this one really picked up because he said that he was going to delete these covers. And I was like, no, I didn't have any money at the time. and But <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I we've got to do something, you know? So I opened up a thing. I, I opened up like a sponsorship and I think the first iteration of it was just like, if you buy me the cover, I'll dedicate the book to you, you know? And then people like started writing in like suggestions for other like perks, you know? <laughs> and I was angel actually was like, can you name a character after me? And I was like, yeah, oh, sure. She's like, can she see. die? And I was like, <laughs> all right. 
uh I don't see why not sure so like and so just gradually I started adding like perks to the list where it's like you can choose any of these things like you can give me a prompt or you can title it or I can name a character after you to kill off I guess is an option like (laughs) uh and it's so it became yeah just for like $25 um you could like pick a cover and, and send it in and I would uh write a book and we're finally we're it took a little bit of time uh because i which i was pretty upfront <laughs> you about. actually have I to write like, the stories yeah i <laughs> this is i i'll clear space in my schedule for this like i'm not going to put it off indefinitely but i i do have like a job and work that i have to finish this year yeah. and like projects that i it was while i was editing desert island game i think um, and I was just like, I have deadlines to meet on other creative stuff. And, but uh, if you want to do this, I'll put you on a list for 2024 and like, we'll save the covers. I ended up saving. Uh, so, and other writers tagged into this also, like I had a okay. couple people, which was the really surprising thing. Um, because I had like uh, two other people, uh, Towner Housden and Assault Murphy, both reached out to me and were like, will you mind if we also open up cover sponsorships? And I was like, go for it. Like, yeah, uh, I, which, and it became kind of a thing to organize at the end because it was like, I I was not prepared for people to like tag on, (laughs) but I thought it was amazing that they did. Um, I ended up with uh, nine cover sponsorships. um, (laughs) And then the one uh, for charity that's coming up, we actually have open calls for that um they're not open quite by the time this comes out but through march we're going to be taking um literary cannibal stories to save one of those covers (laughs) Uh, and all of that money is going to uh fill abundance so that's that's exciting um but yeah so we did like one charity i got nine other covers sponsored outside of the charity one in total we ended up saving like uh i believe 30 covers from being just like deleted and it was um it was a really exciting experience. But yes, now I do have all of these sponsorships that are coming out <laughs> this year, uh, which was a big reason why like Heck House and also uh, Puppet Shark last year, because it was like I had better learn how to self-publish real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, got nine of these on the horizon and I don't know how to do this. <laughs> well, and then you did something really cool that at the end of the year, you you said hey i'm gonna put these out they're gonna come out um throughout the year but now if you want to um join into this kind of book club thing um you pay pay this 35 dollars, and you'll get the nine books early um that's that's pretty much the gist of it right they they each book comes out to whoever signed up for this um slightly before they they come out to everybody else um yeah now I think you said that they're going to be cheaper when they come out. Um, they are going to be the eBooks are going to be a, a little bit uh, cheaper when they're right. released. But uh, doing the I, <laughs> book club is probably that's probably what I should have called it. I think I called it a yeah. subscription. Um, yeah. w- which actually we were going to uh, we were raising money uh, for Medina again. Actually. Uh, right. So I, I had the bright idea because all of the books need edited uh, and he was offering like an editing sale to try and raise money. And I was like, we can make something happen here. <laughs> so I paid for <laughs> editing in advance, which was not my plan 
initially but it ended up working out and like the subscription book club sales all went to help kind of eat some of the cost of paying in advance for the editing of nine books so at this time on january 15th is it still possible to join that book club subscription or has that been closed now um it has been closed uh but you can still uh read along one book at a time yeah if you would like, um, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, just because I, I'm not we've talked about this already. I'm not great at marketing yeah. self-published <laughs> stuff, but because these were all sponsored, like I am going to be a little bit better about like, hey, you know, so and so sponsored this book, you know, yeah. and, and we'll be talking about them a little bit more on socials organically because there are so many other people involved in this project. Right. Like, it's not right. just me like, please buy my book buy the book, buy the book. Yeah. Like, it'll be, you know, th- there's a lot of thanks to give. And then obviously I'll be uh, promoting the amazing, like all of these covers are just so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I love all of them so, so much. So, I, and th- so there will be a lot of promoting of the artist and um, Ruth Anna made me a logo uh, for the nice. series and, and we're going to have, we're going to have some fun with it throughout the year. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I uh, I jumped on it. Luckily, I had money yeah. at the time, so I jumped on it. Uh, I believe I was the very first person, you were. You um, were the to, first person. to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I'm excited for most of the books. Uh, there's a spider book that I'm not interested in, <laughs> uh, but I'll probably still read, even though it'll probably give me the heebie-jeebies. Um, but uh, that one gave uh, me the heebie-jeebies. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm yeah. also not a spider person. That was a <laughs> I, that was a bittersweet moment when that particular cover got sponsored because I was like, oh, yay, good art. And then it was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to write about spiders. Again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That that one's probably my the 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 least one I'm looking forward to or the one I'm least looking forward to. Um, But the um the kind of um you had one that's kind of got like the femme fatale on it. That was the one that I was yes. most excited about. Because uh, I I do like me some uh, um uh, like uh, pulp fictiony type uh, storylines and stuff like that. I'm a big fan of the hard case crime uh, books and stuff. So uh, I I yeah, think that I'm one uh, that one and um there's there's kind of a, there's the skeletons with the balloons and, <laughs> and I think those two are the most indicative of my writing style. Okay. Because the the skeleton with the with the balloons you're kind of like what is happening here and then i don't tell yeah. you and that's the book yeah. um, <laughs> which i think checks out and then the uh the other one with the femme fatale that one's very like isolated it's very right. much like uh i'm i found an uncomfortable situation and you have to be here <laughs> for a long time wow until the book ends Um, i'm excited i'm excited especially for that one because like (laughs) i said that that was my favorite of the covers and i was glad to see you grabbed it and you know and and sounds like it'll be a fun story i think it'll be fun i'm i'm looking forward to all of the stories it's 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 a fun mix of like things that i usually do and things that are going to be kind of some new territory for me and i i think the good thing about the deal i think why a lot of people did end up hopping on that deal was because it's it's nine different stories you know if you don't like one of them there chances are there's still something for you like in the collection because yeah. it's a very wide range of subgenres. so definitely yeah no that's very cool I, I dig it um i'm excited for it when does the first one uh come out uh so 
the first one I'm hoping, fingers crossed, is going to be out in March. Uh, that okay. leaves one a month for like the whole year. Right. Uh, but it, it is kind of pending editing uh, because right. my my editor is very, very busy. Uh, and I scheduled like a block of time instead of, yeah. um, you know, so I editing is going to start in February and we'll see okay. how how close to March I'm able to get. There is a small chance that this spills over into 2025 because <laughs> I think if we, I think if we miss March, uh, the, the correct solution is going to be to spill over by, you know right instead of like trying to do double releases but that's also a big reason why i wanted to wait until march because it's like that gives desert island a game a little bit of time to yeah yeah exactly so so i think it'll work out but yeah hopefully march uh the first one is called still waters uh it is the one that i did not like obscure in all of the promotional material uh for the sale so yeah that's cool um and uh, uh i just saw on twitter just reminded me again that you and uh angel uh kraus are uh, both uh doing a zombie epistolatory or epistolary uh, i see i always say that wrong epistolary um book short story yes. collection uh, short story so, uh, collection yeah uh, so if you wanted are... some practice writing and you wanted to send that in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you wanted to do a trial run of your uh of, of the <laughs> upcoming anthology we, yeah. we would take work from you <laughs> yeah uh probably wouldn't have anything in time it was it? it's open until february 1st so yeah uh, so get definitely busy. check like what are you doing yeah, on this exactly. podcast go exactly. right <laughs> well hopefully you're listening to the podcast while you're writing so you know as long as podcast listening doesn't distract from your writing <laughs> yeah <laughs> might be too much to focus on but uh yeah, no. Uh, I uh, sounds like a lot of cool stuff coming coming up. There's a lot of uh, cool stuff already out. Um, yeah. And uh, do you have anything else besides uh, these? What we've already talked about: Desert Island Game, Dark Blooms, and your book club uh, subscription uh, stuff coming out this year. I I do have some stuff coming out this year. Um, I think the only one I'm allowed to announce, it, it's hard because if we, if we had done this in February, it would have been too late for a Desert <laughs> Island game, but I would have been allowed to talk about a few more things. I, right. <laughs> uh, you know, I We have, can always circle back. <laughs> I have one secret project that I'm really, really excited about mm-hmm. that legally I'm not allowed to say that I'm working on, but I have been working on it. Uh, it might involve another movie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I'm excited. Uh <laughs> And then I do have another um, weird little novella going on uh, that I, I'm I can't quite announce the name of yet. But I do have another one coming out from Slashic. Um, I believe it's coming out August fifteenth because uh, we do releases on the fifteenth. I, I think it's coming out in August. It's called My Apologies to Tanya Grace. It is. You're not gonna believe this. It's a uh, it's a queer, sad little novella. <laughs> what another one? <laughs> I know. You found your niche. <laughs> I found my niche. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, but yeah, Slashik has picked up another one of my. Uh, they're willing to deal with me again, so <laughs> <laughs> that'll be coming out later this year, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, me too. I'm. I'm I'm pretty much down for anything you write. Um, 
So I'll be looking forward to it all. I'm glad. I hope that stays the same after you read the spider book. <laughs> <I> feel... <laughs> the yeah, two ends I'll probably of the just spectrum. Stay, I'll probably just stay away from the spider stuff after that point. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. Yeah, that one's going to be a tough one for me, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I did. Uh, I I did a spider book one year for uh, Nanorimo, and it was it was so funny because it was like I don't know. I woke up every day, and it's like I don't like writing this. <laughs> why would i do this to myself it's so and it was like sixty-five thousand words too it's like this is the, oh. too many spiders like in my workspace oh. right now this is unfortunate yeah gross <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh i think that's all i have uh question wise for you today um <laughs> but i thank you for coming on and uh you know yeah. having this conversation it's been a lot of fun um and I'd like to do this more with other writers in the future, <laughs> but I have to, I have to read stuff first uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to get to that point. Luckily I'd read enough of your stuff that I could sit there and talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, definitely want to do this uh, again. And we can come back and visit uh, this again, maybe on one of the normal episodes would just add a little addendum um, to it yeah. uh, about m more stuff in the future. So about your, your, your future projects that you have coming out so <laughs> and talk more about the, the the book club stuff once i've read a few of them <laughs> yes uh so. and you you have until you know if everything goes according to schedule you still have until like october before you have to read about any spiders so it's fine <laughs> good um <laughs> yeah definitely definitely i'll put that one off i may i may put that one off to the end i don't know we'll see <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a, it should be fun. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to check out all those books. Um, and definitely um, everybody, if you haven't read uh, uh, the desert Island game yet, um, which you probably shouldn't have in, until today when this drops, <laughs> um, go out and grab it. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a super fun, super quick read. Um, and uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. So. All right. Um, well, as usual, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour. That's V-O-L-E-U-R. You can check out my website, catvelour.com. I'm getting a little bit better at Instagram. Uh, just cat velour <laughs> on there. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, great. I appreciate you coming on again. Thank you very much. It was great to talk to you about uh, your books and your writing and everything. Uh, instead of the usual, you know, movie stuff that we would normally get to talking to. That being said, I'm excited for movies too. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have you back on real soon. Um, well, we'll talk more about that off air. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, thank <laughs> right. you for having me on. Yeah, thanks again to Cat for joining me for this special episode. Keep an eye out on Twitter and Instagram for upcoming episodes starting in February. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at Creepy and Geeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm Geek Thulu on Twitter and Blue Sky and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. 
you can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.